What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode four of the Punching Down podcast. I am here, still in Florida. What the fuck am I doing here? I don't even know, but if you've been following the news, New York keeps getting worse and worse, and I don't want to go back there. I mean, I guess I could go back to New York. There's not really a reason. So first off, because people are like, aren't you worried about getting coronavirus? I think I got it. I'm pretty sure I got it. Uh, I mean, one, I was living in New York. I was taking the subway in New York every day or all, you know, several times a week. And it was obviously much worse in New York without people really knowing what was going on. But so, uh, I mean, like everybody's getting it. Boris Johnson got it. Like the Prime Minister of England has it. Trudeau's wife got it. I'm sure like it's just it's everywhere. But the real reason I thought I, I probably did have it is on, I think it was on Sunday night last week. So a week ago today, it is, um, what is it? Today is March 29th. So on March 22nd, I was on Twitter right before I'm going to bed. I'm on Twitter. And I'm looking on Twitter and someone retweets or it was either a retweet or something, but it was uh, Rudy Gobert, who is the center for the Utah Jazz. And he was the first player in the NBA to be diagnosed with coronavirus. And that's why they basically canceled or paused the season was because he got it. So anyways, he posts on Twitter and he says, uh, hey, everybody, just so you know, it's true. Um the rumor or whatever is true symptom is that you can't, some people lose their sense of smell or taste. They can't smell or taste. At which point I read this and instantly light bulb goes off because something was off. I could not put my finger on what was off, but I just knew that there was definitely something off that had been, but I was like, you know what? It's crazy times we're living in. And then boom, I'm like, you know what? I think I lost my sense of smell. And the, And like, it was just all these things kind of started to come together to be perfectly candid. I was taking huge dumps and I was like, weird that these don't smell like anything, but they didn't. But I was like, you know what? Maybe, uh, my diet is just, you know, finely tuned. And you know, it's like, you just hear about that where your shit doesn't smell. So I was like, maybe that's where it's at. But also I bought this mustard It's really weird, but like I bought mustard and I was eating this mustard. Like this would have been over a week ago. And I was like, it didn't taste like anything. Like I was putting it on like a lot of it. And I was like, this is the blandest mustard I've ever eaten in my life. It tastes like absolutely nothing. And then I read this tweet by Rudy Gobert and I was like, oh shit. I'm like, it tastes like nothing because I can't smell. And because I can't smell, then like obviously my taste is diminished. And so then I start like, this is like two in the morning on Sunday night. And then I'm like, I start running all these tests. So I go, I find, cause I'm staying in this, this apartment. I don't actually, this isn't my place. So I don't know where anything is. So I start basically, I go through all this shit. I find a pack of matches, right? I was like matches, perfect test. I light a match, put it out, put it under my nose. Nothing. I cannot smell a fucking like recently lit match. Can't smell. It. I go find some garlic. I crush some garlic up in my hands, put it like to my nose. Can't smell it. Nothing. So I'm like, this is fucked up. I go wash my hands with some like fruity ass soap. Nothing. So I'm like, okay, I cannot smell anything right now. The fact that people, this is, and then I go and start reading about it and it's a symptom of coronavirus or, but it doesn't like, it means you probably have it. It doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get sick. I've been in isolation for two weeks now. So I think I'm out of the woods from what I understand. 
but from the sounds of it, I definitely sounds like I got it. Cause the, the smelling thing was just, that's too much of a coincidence. I've never in my life noticed a loss of smell in any capacity. And then now all of a sudden when they're saying like, Oh yeah, it's uh, a lot of people who are carrying it who might not have symptoms otherwise, but can't smell and I can't smell. So anyway, so I think I got it. It's everywhere. Uh, but I've been inside for two weeks. Fifth, today's would be day 15 technically. So I think I beat it. So I'm a, I'm a survivor. I'm going to probably start wearing some sort of coronavirus ribbon. What color are we doing for the coronavirus ribbons? I don't know, but it's getting fucking crazy. It's like, I, uh, I got to not going to lie. I was definitely in the camp of, Oh, this is going to be not that big of a deal. It'll, I mean, I packed, when I came to Florida, I packed a bag for three days. Cause I was like, I thought I was like, you know, I'll be here for three days. I'm probably going to be here for the entire month of April which is fucking crazy that I'm even saying that, but that's how it's looking uh, because they're talking about a trap. Although they were Trump floated some sort of travel ban for New York where you couldn't leave the state. Uh, although I think he's walked that back. So that's not going to happen, but it's looking like, like, I mean, I'm, you know, talking about doing stand up comedy. I don't think I'm going to do comedy again until June, maybe May for lucky April is out of the question. April is going to be a mostly lost month. I won't be going back to New York. There's talk in New York about them passing a, a rent freeze bill in the New York Senate, which would be fucking money if I don't have to pay rent in New York uh, in the month of of uh, April. That would be awesome. I'm out here in Florida. Uh, the weather's nice. Everything is closed, but at least I've been jogging. I've been working on my tan. I have the worst fucking tan right now. I don't know. I don't know if it's just because I'm not a tanning guy and I'm trying to tan now and I'm like... I, it's so splotchy. It's all over the place. I don't know. Really makes you appreciate rotisseries because those things figured it out. You know, they just they just rotate and they kind of get all of it. Whereas here, I just like certain parts of me are super tanned. Certain parts of me, the sun has not even touched once. And I'm not talking about my asshole, although it could use some sun, some perin perineum sunning what was that remember there was that gag anyways out here in florida florida uh if you're wondering what the florida news is like is a lot of senior citizens apparently it's going to be a hot spot soon um i saw on the news today that there's certain parts of florida where the beaches are still rammed because certain counties haven't closed their beaches certain ones have because i guess they're like some places are like yeah it's not so bad it's just totally overblown uh so there's like beaches where the county is like uh, or the beaches are like on two different counties, but the same beach. And then there's a line and literally like one side of the line empty and the other side of the line just packed. So people are calling on the governor of Florida to close these beaches, which I mean, at this point you probably got to do it. What are you waiting for? Like you guys are shit is getting crazy with the coronavirus. Uh, another thing I saw is Florida churches are still packed right now. Tons of churches in Florida, which is pretty funny because obviously these are people of faith. So I don't know what the really like the thought process is if you're super religious and you're like, well, you know, God created the virus because obviously God creates everything and it's probably just testing us. But he, the test that God's doing probably right now is he's like probably going to punish all the people who are like, you know what, we're not going to church right now because there is this pandemic. There's this infectious disease that is you know basically killing people and but it's just a test from god and the people who are really going to get 
the short end of this are the people who stop going to church. So then all these people are like, we're still going to go to church. So they're packing out these churches in Florida. I'm sure other places too, but this is the one I read about in Florida, these mega churches that are packed full of people who are just, you know, giving each other the virus. And uh, yeah, so those people are all going to die which sucks for them, but you know what? They have faith, and uh, and then again, these are really the same type of people who uh, like like going to heaven is actually the best thing ever. So you're almost doing them a favor by them dying, because then they just they're f- getting to heaven quicker. Because basically, being on earth is fine, but heaven is the true prize, and so they'll get there soon enough. Speaking of stupid religious people, uh, Jerry Falwell Jr., though he's the son of the that super famous Baptist pastor or whatever, I guess he runs this Liberty University thing, and uh, their spring break just ended. And so most universities who have spring break ending, they're like, stay home, do not come to school. He, because I guess, you know, he's a man of faith, is having everybody return to school. They did return to school, at which point 12 people were instantly... Uh, contract or whatever diagnosed with with the uh, coronavirus, which I'm just saying, who are we to play God? You know, I know that obviously those people are going to infect everybody else. And it's kind of not the whole point of the social distancing thing to have a university with 100,000 people. It's crazy. They have 100,000 total people who go to the university in one capacity or another. But yeah, so it's probably pretty irresponsible. But, you know, shouldn't you just let the Lord sort it out? That seems like a pretty reasonable thing to do. What else has been going on? Yeah, so I lost my sense of smell. That was weird. I haven't had any other symptoms of coronavirus. I'm really hoping I don't because I have health care. I have insurance here, but, you know, it's scary. I, I, I mean, I have health insurance. I don't want to have to ever use it because American health care system is... Uh, it's just weird. There was uh it's funny because so because of the overflow of all this stuff and like, um you know, there's the stress on the hospitals and all that. So they started canceling all non-essential uh, like surgeries and procedures because they're basically like, look, if you have a non-essential thing that is not super important, you need to wait until after coronavirus because uh, they, they need the beds, right? They need the capacity like they're turning right now in New York and I'm sure they're gonna be doing this all over. They're turning like hotels into hospitals into ICUs that they can basically bring non-corona patients to it's all this stuff with the ventilators but so in Ohio in Texas in uh the classification of like non-essential non-essential procedures is they put in abortions they're like look if you need an abortion sorry but it's not important right now so there's gonna be all these people who are like just got fucked timing wise who are going to have to basically like have a kid because when they wanted to have an abortion coronavirus was going on and the government deemed their abortion non-essential but then i'm sure there's a lot of like if i'm a dude and you just knock some fucking random chick up and she's like yeah so it's apparently uh they're saying these abortion these abortions are non-essential um they're essential i don't know if anything could be more essential than having a kid murdered that you don't want to have that is the definition of an essential procedure. These people who are saying fucking an abortion's non-essential. Oh, I'm sure someone, let's hopefully someone names their child uh, non-essential Corona, whatever their last name is. That'll be their, that'll be a fun story to tell them. We go, mommy, daddy, 
how did I come about? And you go, well, uh, there was a pandemic going on and your father and I hooked up on uh, Tinder, which is that app that they had to close down because of that, the Tinder serial killer guy that uh, killed all those people. And uh, yes, yeah, so we met on the app and then we didn't use protection because uh, it was a scary time. And, uh, yeah, they uh, wanted to get an abortion, but uh, the government wouldn't let us because they considered them non-essential, and now you're here. So it's exciting. By the way, it's funny. I, I'm Everywhere I go now, walk, like I go walk around and I'll go for jogs around where I'm at. Rubber gloves everywhere. Rubber gloves are like the new straws. There are going to be, by the end of this thing, they're going to be like, look, we cured coronavirus, everybody. We're out of the woods. And then somewhere in the ocean is going to be one of those, like, 10 mile long cyclones of trash and it's just going to be these disposable gloves that is going to be like the new thing it's like we're going to get out of coronavirus we're going to be like look we beat coronavirus and then there's gonna be fucking rubber gloves everywhere and they're not going to know what to do with them they're just going to be these rubber gloves and they're that's going to be the new thing it's going to be coronavirus done climate change how do we get rid of all these rubber gloves everywhere? Because everybody's just tossing them wherever. Like, at least, can they be recycled? I don't know. I don't know if you can recycle these rubber gloves, but I can tell you that a lot of people are not, and they're going to wind up in the ocean. There's going to be a fucking, like, turtle with a rubber glove on its head. That's going to be the new thing. That's going to be 2021 is going to be, how the fuck do we get rid of all these rubber gloves that are just contaminating everything and are everywhere, and they're not biodegradable? I actually saw a thing today, too, because there's a so PPE is this big thing, personal protective equipment. It's the stuff that doctors and healthcare workers use so that they don't get sick because this thing is fucking ravaging. I read today 12 percent of the New York Police Department has coronavirus and had to call in sick. Something like I'm not sure where this was, but 20 percent of uh, of a city's like like EMTs. I think it's in New York, actually 20% of the EMTs have coronavirus. They're calling in sick. So basically all the frontline workers who are absolute, just like, you know, they're heroes at this point. They're having to do this, like, you know, super essential thing. They're all getting sick. People are dying and they don't have this equipment, but it turns out because people are like, why didn't the U S have their equipment? And then the U S donated to China in February. Cause I guess they just did not see this coming or did not think it was happening to them. The U S government donated like 17.8 tons. That's how they classify it. They didn't even classify it as like, here's a pair of gloves. They do it in just straight weight. Cause there's so much 17.8 million tons of this equipment. They donated to China and now they're like fucked cause they don't have it for themselves. China is like, you know what, we're going to donate some stuff. So they, they've been donating tests, but then apparently the tests they've donated aren't like, they don't work that well because they're made in China and, you know, most shit made in China is kind of garbage. And so, uh, yeah, so they've been, all these like countries like the Netherlands and Czech Republic and all that stuff have basically have to take these tests and just like throw them out because 50% of the tests don't even work. So you're like, thanks, China. Much appreciated. You couldn't stop eating bat soup huh and now that's so fuck honestly i was thinking about that where i'm like someone ate bat soup or a pangolin or whatever the fuck they eat bat soup in china in december and because of that in march i can't smell my own farts what a world we're living in huh isn't that just an amazing cause and effect relationship where they they eat bat soup and now I can't taste mustard three months later. 
insane. It's fucking so crazy. Um, and it honestly, it's really scary what's happening with the economy. I know a lot of people, like a lot of people who are working at the comedy clubs and stuff who like, it was looking like, you know, we'll be out for a week. And like, now it's like going to be what, two months. The government passed this 12 or sorry, this $6 trillion bailout, which, um, which actually is, it's only 2 trillion. Everybody keeps calling it 6 trillion, but it's actually only, and when I say only 2 trillion, it's like, yeah, it's $2,000 billion dollars. Uh, is what two trillion is, but so four trillion of it is just made available for short-term loans to banks and stuff. So that's not really um, stimulus, but two trillion is basically going to be like uh, money that's going to companies, loans to businesses, and then they're giving everybody twelve hundred bucks. But I'm like, if you live in New York City, twelve hundred dollars—that is fucking nothing. Like if like there are very few people who that will even cover their rent, let alone like food and utilities and your cell phone. Like, that's crazy. Like, I hope you have another one coming. Like, I don't know, in a week later, like that is not a sufficient bailout for people to live off of. Like, I don't even understand. Like there's been a bunch of GoFundMes. If you're a fan of comedy and you want to support, definitely, um, Two uh, GoFundMe's that I've contributed to are the Stand, which the Stand is just my—it's my favorite club. Uh, a lot of my friends work there. They're—they're they're, you know definitely uh, hurting right now. So, and it sucks. So I donated some money to the Stand, and I donated some money to Stand Up New York because it's just you know these people didn't do anything wrong. They're just there's this fucking pandemic that's causing the entire, uh, you know country the economy to be basically put in a forced coma where they're like hey we're just we got to wait this out but it's easy for you to say but these people are getting fucked so anyways this this bailout is happening i uh i'm just hopeful i'm hopeful that this will be done soon but it's, it's hard to say it's really hard to say like i live in florida right now i don't can't tell you how weird that is for me to say that i'm like yeah i just like i live in florida Never thought I would say that, but I do. And I have no idea when I'm going back to New York. I have no idea when I'll get to do comedy again. I will never in a million years do fucking Instagram live comedy. That is some of the hardest shit to watch. I'm glad that that there was a big, that's a big thing that's died down too, is there was a huge wave of Instagram lives going on. I did a couple of myself. I'm not going to lie. Uh, cause at the first people were like, I don't know what to do with myself. And the thing is a lot of people complaining about it. I must say a lot of people complaining about our other comics and you're like, yeah, it's cause like, sure. You're friends with other comics. So if, if you're, you know, Instagram followers or just our followings are a bunch of comedians, then the influx of lives must be crazy. But if you're a regular person and you, you know, maybe follow a few entertainers or whatever, and it's mostly your friends, there's probably not that many lives going on. Cause why would it? But I can tell you they have definitely died down. They were going fucking hard. The first few days of quarantine, man, it was like you would go on there and I would sc- scroll in my stories to the right for 20 before I got to a non-live. It was just so many lives going on. It was major. But now it's subsided, uh, which is which is a good thing. Um, but yeah, it's just... Uh, it's crazy time, crazy time we're living in right now where I live in Florida. Speaking of Florida, Tiger King. Oh, my God. Tiger King could not have come out at a better time. Everybody is locked in their fucking homes watching Netflix, and then Netflix drops the craziest documentary. Like, the whole thing is nuts. First off, meme-worthiness, 10 out of 10. There is not a more meme-worthy 
show than Tiger King. There was a million good memes in there. Uh, the show is crazy. If you haven't watched it, turn the shit off right now. Go watch it. This chick, Carol, she... Okay, so it's a, it's it takes all these crazy turns. I don't want to spoil it for you if you haven't watched it. But you know what? If you haven't watched it, seriously, turn the shit off. Why are you watching a fucking podcast right now? Unless you're at work and you're listening to this, which I forgive you, turn it off. Go watch Tiger King. It is... It's wild. It's basically these people, all these crazy cat people who they own all these tigers and they own these, these private zoos in like Oklahoma. And I think they're in Florida. So there is some sort of Florida element to it, but they own all these tigers in this like hot weather. These tigers are like captive and they breed them because they're just constantly breeding baby tigers so that they can uh, have all these baby tigers for people to take photos with. Cause that's the big moneymaker is just like having baby tigers for people to like play with. And the cubs like won't attack you or anything, but you only can have them for 12 weeks before they become dangerous. And then once they become dangerous, they try and sell it's the whole thing's fucking crazy. But so there's this chick who's a conservationist, Carol, whatever the fuck her name is. And she's trying to be like, Oh, I'm like the PETA. Like I'm like, I care about the animals, but she's doing the same shit that fucking Joe exotics doing. He's crazy. This dude, Joe exotic is this gay man head and he fucking has these like two straight dudes who he basically like married and tricked into fucking him and like basically everybody works at these places for free it's one chick got her arm mauled off and then was working a week later they just took her arm they're all brainwashed it's just this crazy cat cult thing and then the chick carol she fucking murdered her husband and then they're like the documentary is just all over the place and then it turns out she just like her husband went missing all of a sudden and uh she obviously murdered him and fed him to the tigers and then oh yeah another thing is joe exotic is uh doing these like uh he's a country music star dude or he wants to be country music and then he makes this video of her it's like a country music video about her killing her husband and feeding her husband to tigers. The whole thing is just insane. I honestly is so hard to believe. It drives me crazy. Looking at my window right now, and there's actually this reminds me I can because I can see the ocean, and there's a I think it's a cruise ship. There's all these cruise ships that docked around. Apparently, a cruise ship just pulled into Miami recently. Imagine you're on a cruise ship and then you find out about coronavirus and what's going on in the world, and you're like, oh shit, I'm super fucked like if one person has corona on a cruise ship you are done for and that's what happened is like so a bunch of people you're, like, you're on a cruise ship a bunch of people die on the cruise ship you're all stuck on it together how traumatic would that be is anybody ever gonna fucking take a cruise ever again how crazy would you have to be after this to be like yeah we uh we took off on this fun little caribbean cruise and anyways, you know, uh, 4% of everybody on the cruise died. They wouldn't let us off. We're in forced quarantine. God, that's frightening. Um, just so insane right now. I, uh, I've been, I've, you, what I've been doing, I've been watching the coronavirus task force press conferences a lot. I don't know if people are, are also watching them, but the one where basically Trump comes out and then he, he he basically comes out. He tells everybody how good of a job they are doing with the social distancing. He's like, it's beautiful social distancing. It's the best social distancing. And then he makes fun of all the reporters and stuff. But so today he came out and this was a big one because he basically so he's he's been bragging about his ratings. He's like, my ratings are basically as good as Monday Night Football. Yeah, because everybody's stuck at home. It's the middle of a pandemic. Like, I don't normally watch CNN 
at seven o'clock on a Monday night or Sunday night, but when they're giving you the fucking coronavirus pandemic update of when you're going to be able to leave your goddamn house, it seems like something, you know, you might want to watch. But anyway, so he's like bragging about his ratings. He's like, my ratings are so amazing. And he's like, I'm just, you know, I'm just saying that they're amazing and not for any reason bringing them up. But then so tonight at the press conference, um, he basically was like, yeah, all this medical equipment is, uh, you know, we're getting them all these, this PPE and all these masks and stuff. But, you know, some of it's disappearing. I think it's going out the back door and people are like, what? They're like, did he just insinuate that it's getting stolen? And then like two hours later, Cuomo and everybody was like, he's just another one of his lies. And then Cuomo comes on at some press conference. He's like, yeah, he's like, people are stealing a lot of the supplies. So I guess people are like stealing all because the, they're getting like, you know, three million boxes of gloves. So then someone's just like stealing 10,000 of them and reselling them, I guess. What a what a crazy person you have to be that in this scenario, you're in the middle of a fucking pandemic and you're stealing the supplies to resell them. But yeah, so they're basically predicting now that there's going to be 100,000 deaths, 100 to 200,000, 200 on the high side. But who knows at this point? They have been so wrong about so much stuff. I guess this is the stuff they feel good about. It's crazy, too. Like cops and firefighters are getting it everywhere. So it's like they're like, yeah, crime is down. It's because, yeah, 12% of the police are fucking have apparently 20% of the police in Detroit. I was just reading that have coronavirus and they're they all have to call in sick it's like just the most insane shit so yeah obviously crime is going to go down when there's less cops to arrest people they probably got to clear out all the jails and shit too that seems like something that they're kind of not doing but you're like if you just put somebody in a jail you know if they're in for like a drug offense non-violent and now they have to basically guaranteed catch it and like it's killing everybody this is not an old person thing anymore like it is like everybody is in the fucking blast radius for this thing so crazy just all the fucking ripple effects of of this where they're like yeah we just have to let people out of jail now so many people are just getting so fucked by this here's actually another thing that i uh came across was george washington university which is a university in washington dc i'm stupid anyways they every all the kids who live in residence went on spring break and they were like, you're going on spring break, but you'll be coming back at some point. So they left all their shit in their dorm. And then today they send an email to everybody basically saying that they're reaching out because this is the email. We're reaching out to you with an update on how we will manage retrieval of belongings from on-campus housing. Basically what they're doing, I'm not going to read this whole thing, but basically what they're doing is they're hiring movers to come in and video chat with the students. They're going to pack up all of their shit for thousands and thousands of students, they're going to pack up all their shit and then they're going to just mail it to you wherever you live because you're not coming back to school this year. And then the craziest part is that they have a form that they're making you sign that basically if you have to admit if you had anything illegal in your room like drugs or weapons or anything. And it basically says that you have to admit that you have stuff just so the movers know that they're going to find this illegal stuff. But then also that you're going to get in trouble for it. Like they're going to go in there. So it's like you could be like, hey, I'm storing some weed in my dorm room or whatever because I can't take it home. And then they're like, hey, yeah, we're going to turn that over to the police. We're going in your dorm and you have to admit to it. That is so fucking scary. Those kids are probably going to get I mean, obviously, it's I'm sure some of them will have guns and stuff. That's you don't want guns. But uh, God damn, they're going to fucking fuck these kids so badly. Now, I don't want this podcast to be only bad news because there is mostly bad news right now. But. We're going to wrap this up with a little bit of good news, I guess. So here's a, uh, a chart that I found. 
<clears throat> this is the weekly deaths in the United States. It's a chart for the past six years. Weekly deaths in the United States, and this is the week ending March 7th. So this is before all the corona deaths have begun, but this is when people have already started quarantine. Have dropped. Weekly deaths in the U.S. are down between seven to ten thousand people. That's per week less are dying right now because everybody's locked inside. Which is that's pretty amazing to think because as of this, uh, just me saying this right now, I think the total U.S. deaths are up to I want to say like twenty six hundred, twenty seven hundred. It's in the high two thousands, right? But so we're losing. We've lost twenty seven hundred people. But we've probably saved like 30,000 people. The amount of people who are currently just sheltering in place with somebody who should be dead from a car accident or getting hit by a fucking bus or just some random death that is now alive because they're trying to avoid getting this fucking virus. It's crazy to think like and the amount the, the biggest one, too, is uh, zero to 18 uh, age zero to 18, which are probably right now on spring break doing the dumbest fucking shit. Normally spring breaks canceled this year. So there's nobody left to, you know, get drunk and drown at two in the morning or, you know, have alcohol poisoning or just do all sorts of crazy shit. Like the, the chart for zero to 18 has absolutely plummeted. It's like, yeah, it's, it's as low. It's crazy low. It's like 50% less. So I mean, it's hard to find any positives right now, but I guess we could chalk that up as one. All right. That has been this week's episode. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, please do me a favor. Just subscribe. Leave a review. It would do me a giant solid. I will see you all next week. Take care. Bye.